Hello, and welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers and those who support them. I'm marathon swimmer and coach Shannon Keegan. Since we're nestling in for winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, trekking to the pool in the dark, perhaps mustering the fortitude for a dip in chilly waters, I thought it would be fun to follow a journey on the other side of the world where they're getting ready for summer. We met Carolyn Anderson a few weeks ago, a mom and band teacher in Australia. She completed Rottnest in 2020 and has decided to tackle her fears of the cold in her first solo marathon swim. Here's the first in a three-part series of Carolyn's journey to swim the 34 kilometers down the Derwent River, listed as one of the toughest 13 by the Marathon Swimmers Federation. Enjoy. Hello, Carolyn. Hello. Excited. (laughs) So glad to have you back. It's very exciting for me in uh in the northern hemisphere to get to follow the journey of somebody in the southern hemisphere who's just kind of wrapping up summer right wait where are you at what, what, what no we're coming something? into summer you're coming into summer right because we're going into winter okay that makes sense yeah so we're coming into summer and i'm doing a cold swim so it's all a bit messed up but we're a really big country right so yes. it, it just like you know just like you guys you know summer is different in all summer in Tasmania is different to summer where I live and right yeah we don't really to be honest have we have like two seasons hot and cold that's pretty much it <laughs> we don't really have autumn and spring you asked me last time spring and I went spring wait when's spring? <laughs> yeah. we have it's not like in America or, we, or lots of places where it's four seasons we don't have that they do you down south but not no, well okay. where I live okay okay so tell us um tell us about where you're going to be swimming what what's this big swim you're training for okay well you know we don't like to think of it as a big swim it's just a swim swim, just a swim right Right. just an event just Just to go out and play the water yeah we get to play for the day so it's in um tasmania plenty of people have done it now it's become big i honestly only heard of it a year well i've only been marathon swimming for two years so i've only heard Mm -hmm. of it a year ago um and it's down in a state called Tasmania which is just off Australia down the bottom um and they do get their four seasons so but the summer isn't that warm um if they do get a little hot spell it'll only be for a week or something like that we we lived there for um three years so I I kind of know the drill down there um yeah and it just became bigger last year because I started training with people who were supposed to do the North Channel and the, you know, all those big swims that I just went, wow, and that'll never be me and all that kind of jazz. <laughs> jellyfish, what are you talking about? You know, what do they call it? Thank you. Jellyfish is a pass. <laughs> um, big great white sharks in the Cook Island, pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those kind of big swims. I was training with people doing that and they just, of course, had done all this training leading up to it and then we got to March 2020, April 2020, and just all that training, I just felt so bad for them. And anyway, so there was one fellow that went down and did this swim and, and no one had swum it since I think like the 70s. Really? So they, yeah, so they made it into the marathon swim community, um, a guy called um, Chris Geisden, I think. I don't know the fellow, but he, he's down there and he's retired now and he made it, got it ratified and all that kind of, don't know the official terminology of that down there, but no one had done it for like 20 years. Okay. Anyway, one of the fellows that I know, Linton, he went down and um, did it and everyone, and it kind of like you could see everyone just going, huh, huh, huh. You know, so it's this, it's 34K. Um, okay. It kind of goes down a river, meets the ocean, and so you start and fresh, finish and salt. Um, yeah, and then just one person after another started doing it, and then um, one thing led to another, and, of course, I'm training with these people, and the next thing you know, I've said yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just all of a sudden they twisted your arm and you were like, okay, fine. That's right, and I gave Hob- Hubby a couple of wines and I said, okay, guess what I've done? And he goes, where are we going now? 
it's so yeah, so it's called the Derwent River Swim. Um, quite a few, I think like up to 40 people have done it now. You know, it's getting okay. bigger and bigger because no one can travel with COVID. So right. um next year, I think everyone's booked in for their big swims next year. But yeah, so is it so is it run as an event we'll, or is it or do you like get a pilot? pilot? Or how does it work? This is the scary thing for me personally, is this is my very first non-event swim. So, you know, I won't be standing on the start line. <laughs> rub the hands together. I won't be standing on the start line with 3,000 people um, like at Rotnest and I just follow the person in front of me. It's um, on the boat. I have a 2 a.m. start um, on the boat, jump out in the cold, dark, freshwater river and just start swimming. So it's going to be very different. I've never swum next to a boat in the dark by myself before. So... It'll be interesting. Yeah, it's my first non-event swim. All right. The first solo, solo marathon swim. That's exciting. Oh, it, well, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on, the, I'm on January 13. Okay. Um, and then so I'm actually one of the first cabs off the rank for the season. The season's kind of like Christmas to like the end of March. Okay. So I'm hoping they get no snow over Christmas. <laughs> which Tasmania sometimes gets in summer. It's a, one of those sort of states. Okay, okay. <laughs> and um, I'm very, very nervous that they'll get a big dump, dump of snow and um, it'll be quite chilly. But <laughs> everyone says to me, it's not going to snow, it's going to be lovely and warm and I'll be fine. <laughs> so t- tell us how you're preparing for... Um, I guess, yeah, what, what do you think are kind of your biggest challenges going in or your biggest weaknesses? Like, what are you working on? What am I working on? I think uh, probably two things. I, I, I think the mental, right, the mental of being on my own. Um, and, I, every, you know, no one likes to put a time on these things. You know, um, like I said in the last one, my longest swim was nine and a half hours, so at least I know I can do that. Um, just the mental of... I guess the length and the colder water. I mean, people in the UK will be laughing at me, you know, <laughs> me, and, me and cold swimming. It'll be like 15 degrees, which is probably their summer. Um, 15 uh, in the water? 15, yeah, in the water. That's 59. So that's, that? that's chilly. 59? That's below channel. Yeah. Is that chilly? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think it's chilly too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's chilly too. So 50, I'm, I'm hoping for like 17, but yeah. it depends on what sort of summer, it depends on what sort of summer they have. Okay. So if it starts warming up, you know, if, it, if, it, if it's been no snow for a month leading up, there'll be nothing melting into the river. So hopefully that'll be good. So um, the length of time will be the scary bit, the swimming in the dark. I've never, like all my, all the events, of course, are in the, in the daylight, so swimming in the dark will be different. I've, you know, I've been practicing all that, of course. Um, and the temperature will also be different. But it also, I have had to get used to the fresh water because I've only ever done ocean swims. So this will mm. kind of, I guess, be the first freshwater swim. So I've had to kind of get used to the buoyancy that we discussed last time, mm-hmm. you know, just the swimming. To me, it just feels like you're just so low and just I feel like I'm swimming through oil. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's lovely, it's beautiful, but I just feel so heavy in fresh water. Okay. I don't know. It just feels different. But I'm getting I'm getting used to it. I'm get, I've been doing a lot of training in fresh water, so I'm, I'm yeah. definitely getting better than, say, six or eight months ago. Okay. Okay. Tell us the things you've done to target that. Um, so, I mean, so going to freshwater, how, like, how are you swimming in the dark? Tell us about that stuff. <laughs> oh, well, um, I, I, I certainly um, follow what the amazing people, you know, I, I'm just so lucky here. I've just sort of met people who have met people who have met people who um, have done swimming stuff before COVID. You know, they've travelled a lot and they've done Tahoe, ta- ta- Lake Tahoe. Uh, what Tahoe, you say Yep, that one too. Um, and they're, they're looking at, you know, doing the seven lakes of the world or 
I don't even Ocean know. Seven, yeah. No, 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 no. There's no, a no, lake no. one now. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. The Stillwater Seven. Yeah, I think I've heard of that one too. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm totally on top of the Ocean Seven now. That's not seven <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> no, no. I'm totally. No, there's a lake one now. So everyone's kind of in the fresh water. Um, so that we've got a reservoir near us called Inagra Dam. It's just it's a reservoir, you know. Um, and you know, after rain, it can be a bit murky I guess um and I'm really conscious you know if if I don't clean out my sinuses consistently after a big swim for the next two days I'm at the doctor with a sinus infection you know so wow yeah so actually I had um one experience I had about six weeks ago um I did a massive swim in there I mean it it, it is clean all those people in Brisbane it is clean (laughs) (laughs) just I'm very susceptible to it and I I would swim 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 did a big swim and, and I mean, it was typical, you know, whatever. And, and I thought I'd clean my sinuses out, but I kind of, you know, went to work and, and, you know, all the jazz. And about four days later, I said to hubby, geez, I'm not feeling well at all. And um, I, I, that was kind of at work. And then in the evening, I said to him at about six o'clock in the evening, I said, oh, I've just got to go to bed. I've just, I've just, I, I just don't feel well, you know, I must be coming down with something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he he's, I don't know if you have it in America, fly in, fly out worker, where they fly to work, stay there for a week, and then they fly home and come home on the weekends. Anyway. Before COVID, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, do, we're doing it in the, he, he flies into the state, he goes okay. out to mining town. Huh. Yeah, anyway, so he flew out, you know, three o'clock on whatever day it was, and See you later. I'm not feeling great. Anyway, by five o'clock, I was just, I couldn't focus. I couldn't see anything. I had a terrible migraine, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, my son comes up and says, oh, you don't look, you don't look well. Uh, Look, long story short, um, ended up ringing my sister, ended up whole the whole ambulance thing, emergency, and just the whole side of my pus with that pus face we had they took an MRI it was just so infected from the site yeah I know like injections of antibiotics and and just be and I just didn't clean my sinuses out well and I'm just so susceptible to it and this is something that I've been fighting with the freshwater in this particular lake is I just for some reason I can swim in the salt no problem but the, the all the freshwater swims I've just got to be really conscious of sinuses and ears and I have to clean my ears out (laughs) yeah it's really anyway that was that was like (laughs) that was Monday you said one day one day (laughs) six weeks ago that's crazy (laughs) oh well we'll tick that off in the box (laughs) yes your your commitment like is through the roof now (laughs) (laughs) well I know other people do it, but I, I think I was just particularly susceptible that day. I just didn't, mustn't have cleaned it out properly or whatever. So, so that's kind of been new. And I have antihistamines. That's new. <laughs> is it, a um, pol- is it oh, po- pollen related? Like the? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Um, but I feel like sometimes if I do a, a swim, I feel like I just live off antihistamines for the next three days. Which is fine because, you know, in COVID times, you're not allowed to sniffle anymore. (laughs) Right. And I'm a teacher. So the last thing you want is sniffling in front of the kids because you just need one student to go home and say, Mrs. Anderson was sniffling. "Ah." (laughs) So um, I just feel like I live off antihistamines for the next few days and then I'm good to go again, you know. So, but I'm only swimming in the dam every couple, like once every couple of weeks. So, um, understandably. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and these, I oh, like these people that are swim are just this. They're, they're so awesome, and it's and it's literally. I think I just kept turning up for a year, you know. And when I first was training for the Rottnest, and I, you kind of meet someone who meets someone, and you just keep turning up, and they'd say, and I just started just turning up with them, and they would off they'd go for their six hours or whatever, and I, but just even just turning up in the car park. Um, getting out of the car, listening to them talk, you know, oh, I got the ocean grease 80-20, oh, I've got the 50-50, and you're like, what? And you go home and quickly Google it, you know, <laughs> what were they talking about? You know, I just kept turning up and I'd start the swim with them and then I'd be like, and that's it basically. So, and then I'd swim for an hour and then go home and six hours later they'd finish. <laughs> you know? 
So that's kind of how I started and you just, you just kept, I just kept learning from people. Like you don't, I, I didn't feel like with these guys that I had to swim. When I first started, swim as long as them. I just, it was just nice to start. And sometimes, honestly, I remember a couple of times I'd swim with them for a couple of hours. I'd go home, I'd have a shower and then I'd go back and have coffee with them seven hours later. Oh, you wow. Know? <laughs> Well, they want to miss down the coffee, right? <laughs> you know, so I think just, just, and just hanging out with people and like listening to your podcast. I love, I love people that talk about the practical things. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's write that one down. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I love listening to people's stories, but I really love listening to the practical things when mm-hmm. someone would say, so then I tried, you know, yeah. I thought, oh, and, and that's kind of just how I started. And then, Anyway, so we swim in this dam in the dark and I think last time I said on the podcast, you know, I did the 2 a.m. swim and I slept in because they started at 12. <laughs> um, but generally we're kind of swimming it. Um, so this Friday we've got um, a big swim kind of ramping up. I think I'm eight weeks out now. So got another six-hour swim in the dam this Friday. So um, I think we're meeting at like three three o'clock in the morning and even then because I live an hour away from the dam oh, wow. so she's okay. an early start <laughs> yeah it's an early start in saying that though I'll, I'll um do you know what cricket is cricket mm-hmm. sport cricket mm-hmm. maybe not oh, oh you do yeah. great so you know yeah so I'll do that and then I'll go and watch my son play cricket and then at about two o'clock in the afternoon I'll be just like <laughs> so then I'll go home <laughs> and then I'm out I go home and have a nap look I have to admit I am a big napper I do struggle a little bit with the energy levels I'm certainly not superwoman I I really struggle and sometimes the kitchen just does not get clean because I come home on a Saturday or Sunday and I just have to sleep I'm just sorry I'm not parenting today I'm <laughs> you know that's awesome and, but, which is easy my kids are older right yeah yeah which, um definitely helps <laughs> mm. um yeah uh so tell us about how did you come up with your training plan are you getting any coaching or just the friends or how how are you how did you decide how to train for this yeah this 34k (laughs) um well I was training in a 25 meter pool with an amazing coach Toby um but I just had to as we talked about just got terrible terrible knees so the just the the tumble turning and the lanes are a bit thinner so I, um, mm. I feel like I have to adjust my stroke in squad because um, I just have such long arms that I just feel like I have to adjust my stroke. So I was talking to one girlfriend, um, Brittany and, and Claire, and they put me onto their coach. Um, yeah, and I just uh, rang him one day. I'd never met him before, and I just said, hey, I'm such and such as friends, and then he um, – he said, all right, well, let's meet at 10 o'clock. And this pool's actually 45 minutes away. You know, my 25-meter pool is literally two minutes from my house. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, are you kidding me, really? Because the dam is an hour away. Where I swim in the ocean is 50 minutes away. And I'm like, really? I just, okay, off we trot. Anyway, so I got, go across town and I, I meet this guy and he goes, okay, so don't and I, you know, he's a very friendly guy, don't get me wrong. His name's Jay, Jay Mar, and very friendly and he said, so are you going to do the doing? And I'm like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm a bit concerned. He goes, right, come back when you're sure. <laughs> you know, you're either in or you're out, right? Yeah. And I said, I'm in. And he goes, no. And I said, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so he, he put me on, um, you know, he's done up this Excel spreadsheet. There's probably, I don't know probably five or six of us that are signed up with this guy. So, and he's kind of aligned. There's another guy, Yoop, he's aligned our training plan. So you kind of swims, I guess, 10% more uh, faster than me. So whatever my Ks are, he's, you know, so if I've got, so this weekend, for example, I've got 14 on Friday. So you has like 16. Mm-hmm. So, but we kind of just, when Carolyn finishes, we all finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you done yet? <laughs> You know, so um, so he's 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 been amazing. Just um, you know, he he gives me a call every couple of weeks, and and I go across to his um, squad once a week. Um, so I don't work on a Monday. No, no one wants to hear that. But <laughs> I have Mondays off. No one wants to hear that. So um, I have been tending to do 
so yesterday was Monday here and I did do a 10K in the pool yesterday. So I did, um, I kind of swam two hours um, like with a set that he gave me, which it, which is what he calls a long continuous swim. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a set just for your mind, I think. You know, it's yes. just easier yes. to have a set. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to do five, four, three, two, one, two, three, four, five hundreds. <laughs> Swap, cool. And, and, oh, I, I don't, I mean, really, I could just go and do 7K and he wouldn't care. But he calls it a long continuous swim. And then I did, and then I do squad at the end. And that gives me another 3K kind of on the end. And um, yesterday at the start, so I swam for a couple of hours, a couple, two and a half hours or whatever, and, um, and then I get to squad and he goes, okay, normally this is our endurance squad. Uh, we're going to change it up and today's a speed squad. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, it was um, – sorry, I just have to – I was like, oh, man, I just but, – but it was good because – you know, I really thought I was done and I thought at the start of squad, I'm like, how am I going to survive this squad? Okay, I just my new mantra is just find a way, find a way. I'm going to find a way to finish this squad, whether it just means I'm going to kick more or I'm going to, you know, really focus on my left arm pull to relax the right shoulder or, you know, I was just finding a way. Yes. In the last 20 minutes, we did these 50-metre sprints and I have no idea I was doing PBs. Wow. That's great. I, I, I know. And, and it's kind of like, you know, I hear people say, you know, you don't know what you've got in you. And I just never believe them. You know, I'm like, no, no, when I'm done, when I'm done, I'm done, you know. And I was really surprised. I I kind of forgot because the first half an hour of squat, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've swum three hours. I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. He goes, okay, now we're going to do our 50-meter sprints. It was like 50, you know, maximum effort time one and then just, get back as best you can, breaststroke, hanging onto the lane rope, hyperventilating back, and then we do it again, you know. I think there was like 10 of these hundreds. And um, I just, yeah, I kind of got out and I'm just saying to Hubbard, I, I, yeah, it's really interesting that I, ha- I forgot that I wasn't thinking I'm tired, I've just done three hours. I was just in the moment, you know. I was just like, right. <laughs> find a way. Find a way. That's find a perfect a yeah, mantra was- for your swim. <laughs> write it down find a way (laughs) find a way that's right but even in the dam last week uh was it last week yeah I um I did a I did a 12 I did a 12 um sort of every week I'm kind of building up Mm -hmm. anyway last week I did a 12 and um I got to like 10k in the dam and and I swim with this amazing guy called Michael uh, called his name's Michael Powell and so he's done English Channel North Channel but he's only got one leg He's just unbelievable. Wow. He's unbelievable. He's, he's a super fish. I don't, and I, anyway, and sometimes he'll swim. We always joke. Some, I'm like, are you swimming with your leg today? You know, like his fake leg. He's so cute. He's the cutest. Anyway, he swam. We, 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 oh, it really is. And um, I, I think he did English Channel and North Channel uh, to, before COVID anyway, but, you know, but anyway, and um, he, um we swim, 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 and we got to 10K and I in the dam, you know, because we kind of we kind of do these laps where you, I think I was talking about the floaty thing that we put our feeds in and, you know, you swim 20 minutes that way, 20 minutes that way, feed, 20 minutes that way. Yeah. Anyway, and um, I kind of was coming up to 10K and I just said to him, oh, and this is where my mental, he, he actually said, he reckons my brain's going to get me, you know, like I'm really got to train my brain more. I'm, I'm not as strong as I would like to be, but, you know, I kind of get to 10K and I'm like, oh, got to get to my son's cricket. Oh, really? You know, I was, every excuse in the book was coming round and, and I was dropping and my, my, you know, I was trying to just blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, um, you need to just relax your shoulders, and I went, what? And he goes, just relax your shoulders. Come and do a lap and just relax your shoulders. And it was incredible, just three words. And I just, it was like I had this new lease of life and I felt great again. I'm like, relax your shoulders. I, you know, and I just, and I was swimming and I'm like, oh, yeah. You kind of don't really, like, I think I was tense because I was like, I'm done. I've got to do this. Yeah. Not because yeah. I was tired from swimming. And right. then he's like, okay, now we're going to. He goes, now you're in the Derwent River. He's so funny. You're in the Derwent River and you've got to, um, you know, you've got 30 Ks. Oh, my gosh, the wind has come up. Now you have to do a sprint. And I'm like, Michael, I'm like, Michael, I'm so done. And he goes, what, you're just going to get out at 30 K? 
like, that's fantastic. I'm like, I, like, Michael, I hate you right now. I hate you right now. <laughs> saying, Hi, Michael. You know, because they're the experts, right? So I just keep smiling. <laughs> like, oh. Anyway, so he goes, come on, one more lap. So we get out and we, we sort of sprint to the boy and then slow. And so he gave me something to think of, you know, if we're going to sprint to this boy, then we're going to relax and sprint. to the, It was kind of like the sprints in the last. And we get the furthest most boy and he goes, okay, now we're going to do um, so you kind of do these laps and now he wanted me to do like a right angle, like another 500 metres down that way. I said, Michael, I'm not leaving here. And he goes, here you are. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and then he got me to do another K that way and then another K back again. And he goes, okay, you're done. <laughs> like, there's still a K to get back. He goes, oh, really? Okay, well, you better start swimming. <laughs> and then I get back and I get out and I'm just like, thank you so much. Like, I was so done an hour and a half before I actually finished. Like I was out. I was, if he wasn't there, I was out, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. So I just think I'm just going to draw on those sort of things. You know, the sprints yesterday, I'm just going to draw on them because my mind, I just get, I don't, I'm still wondering how I'm going to tackle that on my own, you know. Well, and as my husband says, I'm not going to be on my own. There's going to be um, one of my swimmers, Yoop, that I train with, he, um, He's two days after me. So he's going to fly down early and come and be on my boat as well. So we train together all the time. So he knows my stroke. He knows yeah. everything. You know, I love hubby. He's my rock, but he knows nothing about swimming, right? <laughs> so if, if something, like he, he wouldn't know to say relax your shoulders or <laughs> he'd be like, just, just swim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made but, me come um, here. Yeah. Write those so things kind down. Of makes me, pardon? I said, write those things down. Just write them down. Journal about it. Like, this is right. where I was at. This is how I got through it. And that helps you kind of, they're little confidence boosters, you know? And then you can, um, I like to I like to write down swim tips or any, like, things to think about. And at your feed time, have someone give you, like, plant a little seed so that you know you can yeah. think about it until your next feed. It helps. That's Yeah, that's a great idea. I just, I feel like everyone has said one little saying to me, um that I just I just remember you know and then because even just starting the swim yesterday just swim two and a half hours on my own like at you know before squad yesterday I just mm-hmm. it's just just too overwhelming it's just you, you look you like I'm one of oh, one of the best gifts of it I've learned in the last three weeks oh, no more three months sorry is that snorkel thing how good are those things <laughs> they're genius <laughs> anyway, I was sort of putting my snorkel on and, uh, and I'm just looking at and the, even the 50 metres to the other end just looked overwhelming. <laughs> it's just I've just done a huge weekend. We, um, I don't know, it, my son had like a, they call it a semi-formal. It's kind of like a, I guess, valedictory type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so there's this huge weekend of, you know, I've got two finishing school and it's this huge weekend of dinners and cricket and netball and you know, oh, and then I snuck a weekend away with my girlfriends yeah. <laughs> on Saturday night, got there at six o'clock in the morning, and then I'm back again at eight o'clock the next morning. And wow. Yeah, oh, it was just one of those weekends, you know, those weekends that's just, you just, you're prepared for it. You know, it's going to be nuts that weekend. And I just sat on the edge of the pool. It's Monday morning at like six o'clock in the morning, and I'm just looking at the edge of the pool. I can't even swim 50 meters. <laughs> right. I just, I'm just, you know, I can't even do it. And then, and then um, I swim with this other gentleman called Tony Midlow and, and again, done English channel, blah, 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 you know, got all this world of experience. And, and just before I did Rotnest at the start of this year, yeah, this year, this is the year, um, he, I just said to him, what do you say to yourself when you're standing on the edge and you're just, you're just looking out to the sea and you just go, are you kidding me? Like it, that's when I really get in a headspace and he just said, just go feed to feed, try, you know, try really, really hard to just go, okay, feed to feed, feed to feed. And he goes, you know, and every half an hour, think of something different mm-hmm. as in, okay, this feed on this half an hour, I'm going to kick. Ha, there's a concept. Yeah. This half an hour, I'm going to, you know, really focus, you know, because I'm a left breather, my right shoulder really um, gets nailed, you know. So you know, I'm going to really focus on my left pull. I'm going to really focus, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to really focus on getting that deep breath every time, or I'm going to speed my stroke up, or and and he and and that really keeps me going a lot. Mm-hmm. I really just have to 
try not to get overwhelmed with what's ahead and I just think I just think feed to feed but one one stroke at a time you can take it down even like what's the smallest unit that you could think about and just think about making it count because each one gets you closer Mm. I do I do start counting strokes I do when I'm really desperate yeah me too you know when I'm really desperate and I'm not saying it's about you know anyone that counts strokes the whole way I just you know like in the dam the other day with Michael I was counting strokes you know and and I'm generally um you know 400 meters I'll get 500 strokes or something you know so I'll count I'll make I'll just count 600 strokes and I'll okay that's 500 meters <laughs> okay let's count another 600 let's count another mm-hmm. 600 you know I just anyway it's um we get there yeah mm. yeah are there any other um components to your training besides swimming yeah so I um like I said I'm a left-hand breather Mm-hmm. So what has really changed is this snorkel business. I have seen people because you know we we I don't, well I don't know how old you are, but you know I'm an eighties <laughs> I'm an eighties girl, right? I was training in the eighties and early nineties, and we didn't even have the paddles. We didn't. I mean, we had a kickboard <laughs> on the ed, you know we had a kickboard on the edge of the pool, but I don't even know if we had a pool boy. I don't. Right. Know, I really, really don't know, right? So now there's just you, you carry your swimming bag, and it's like you're carrying for going away for the weekend you know, <laughs> swimming bag just full of stuff yeah it's just it's just unbelievable and but this snorkel thing it's really helped me um it's really helped with my neck mm-hmm. so with the k's I, I use it in the pool but just with my k's and i use a the first couple of times i didn't like it because i just couldn't control the water going up my nose mm-hmm. so i do a nose clip now um, but yeah, this snorkel thing, you looks like an absolute goose, but, um, I really like it. It's taken the strain off my neck a lot and it's taken the strain off my right shoulder a lot. So I have been doing a lot of K's with the snorkel just to relieve that pressure. Um, and that's, uh, Jay actually put me onto that and I do go to, um, a physio, but more so for, um, um, the massage and um, someone once said to me never swim on a tight shoulder mm. never swim on a tight shoulder you'll do damage so um i i try to do spiky ball um you know like the, the evening's over and the you know the kids have we've had dinner we've cleaned up after dinner mm. and you know bless my cotton socks kids they've gone downstairs and whatever they do on their phones or you know, <laughs> they're, they're out by they're teenagers so they're out by eight o'clock with me well we're out you know um so I'll be watching a you know some ridiculous Netflix with hubby on the you know or, or if he's away I'll be you know and I'll get the spiky ball in a lot so that's really helped a lot mm-hmm. I'll just lie on the ground because you sometimes it's um just me and the dog you know yeah. upstairs because the kids are downstairs the kitchen's clean hubby's hubby's away and I've worked you know had a work I've finished work my band rehearsals at like five and I might have gone swimming training done a stretchy swim actually that is one another thing too I, I will go to squad at the 25 meter pool and I call it my stretchy swim so I only do I might only do 2.2k in the mm-hmm. squad but I really focus on just stretching it like no distance no speed like um no, pre- I'm mean, going to see my girlfriends, you know, it's a social swim, not social, <laughs> like they're triathletes. So they're triathletes, so they're very competitive. Right. <laughs> right, right. But I call it my stretchy swim because I just, I sit at the back of the lane and I just really focus on stretching forward. I, 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 I don't look at my Ks. I don't look at my times. I just, I just hang on to the back of the lane. I um, shamelessly sometimes will draft off somebody and I don't <laughs> care because I'm just... stretching out and I just feel so good afterwards like it's just an hour I I just feel really good and then you know so that I'll finish that at like seven and then I'll come home and have dinner with kids and you know and then they'll go off and do whatever teenagers do in their bedrooms at nine o'clock at night and I'll just lie on the floor with the dog and throw the ball to the dog while I'm on a (laughs) spiky ball you know while the dog's trying to get the spiky ball from underneath my shoulder yeah but um That's great the, the though. Fizz, so I do that. That's really stuck with me. Never swim on a tight shoulder. That's mm-hmm. really stuck with me. And I also um, do get that dry needling. Have you heard of dry needling? 
It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 not acupuncture. You know how acupuncture is they get pressure points. Mm-hmm. You know acupuncture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So this is small needles. This is the small needle similar. Um, but they'll put it in <laughs> they'll put it in a tight muscle and wait for it. They'll wiggle it and your muscle spasms and it's like oh my god. And then they pull it out and it releases it. I don't know what it does. People can Google it. I haven't Googled wow. it because I don't care. It works for <laughs> it me. Works. Okay. I don't care. I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't want to know because I might turn me off. And I seriously have to breathe through it. It's like having childbirth again. You're like, you know, breathing through it again. And, and some muscles, some muscles will just spasm. Some muscles, nothing. You're like, oh, that's all right, you know. But some will really spasm. And you'll, and your shoulder feels really heavy for like when you go to bed and maybe the next morning or something. Wow. But it just releases it releases the tension in your shoulder so much. I'm I'm really conscious of my shoulder because I've got no knees. I've got, only got one hip. <laughs> I've got sinus. Yes, I'm really conscious of all of my joints being tall and lanky and yeah. Just and I just like I can't lose my shoulders. I can't lose yeah. my shoulders. Yeah. You know. So I'm really to this between the snorkeling and the dry needling. It's really um, helped helped with that. And and sometimes I. Sometimes I have to ask people, I was saying to Brittany the other day, I said, is that a bad, you know, I was describing like a little something in my shoulder. I'm like, how do you know when it's a bad pain? Do you know what I mean? Am I actually <laughs> yeah. giving myself an injury here right. or am I? And she's like, oh, God. Sorry. She's like, I'm in pain all the time. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Good-o. You're in pain all the time. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you're, you must be coming up to like your peak. When is your peak week of training? Just before, well, not just before, like a week, two weeks before Christmas. So in about four weeks. Yeah. Four or so, five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got um, a 20K swim, which is so ironic because Rottnest was 20K. How funny is that? <laughs> like a year ago, I was training for a 20K. Yeah. Now 20k is my part of your training. training. Yes. Good (laughs) O. Yay. Um, so I've got a 20k, uh, I think it's like eight, nine days before Christmas. Okay. Um, because I keep joking that it'll take me a couple of days to recover from that. So I've got to make sure I've got all my Christmas shopping done by then. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I have my Christmas, the priorities of a mother. I better have my Christmas shopping done before that 20K because yes. I ain't going to no shop and lifting my arms up and <laughs> grabbing stuff, grabbing stuff right. off. And and I'll increase my, because we because we have our summer, so we, school teacher, sorry, everybody out there, I get the holidays. Yeah. but we, So we've got our six-week break starting kind of three weeks before Christmas. So I'll really ramp up the cold water pool then too. So Oh, yeah. Tell us, so cold water pool. So you have a, so you're doing the cold, tell us about, I don't think you've elaborated on the cold pool. Tell us a little bit about Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. <laughs> so I, again, you, I don't know if you have them there. So Australia's just this huge sporting community, right? So, Island. <laughs> yeah, but also, but also, so we have, um, these cold, uh, they're plunge pools, right? They're not, you don't swim in them, like right. laps. Right. Um, and and, um, and they vary in depth and length and all that kind of stuff. Um, so this particular one that we have been going to is 11 degrees, so it is chilly, very, very cold. Okay. Yeah, so it, it, it's obviously a lot colder than Derwent will be. Um, and I've been going with people that um, have been doing it for a couple of years they did it you know leading up to the english channel leading, you know all those co- uh, whatever cold ones they've been doing but um so it's like a plunge pool they use it for um, a lot of therapy so when we're you literally just sit in it mm-hmm. when we're in it there'll be people that are rehabbing their knees or mm-hmm. their shoulders and they'll go and there's a hot pool beside it that's like 36 degrees so that's really hot 96 yeah yeah so you'll see the people um you'll see people that are rehabbing something you know um and they might have their carer with them or whatever and they'll 
you know, go in the cold pool literally for 30 seconds and they'll go in the hot pool and it's quite a release. Apparently it releases muscles and all that kind of stuff. But, but we don't go in the hot pool. Um, apparently if you sit in the cold pool and then go in the hot pool, your blood pressure really <laughs> drops. Yeah, and, and it's really dangerous apparently. Anyway, I haven't tried it. So we um, go in this cold pool and it's just, it's torture. So, so we go anywhere from two or five of us and there's a couple of them that are just, just amazing. Like they're so good at it. But I'll literally like put my toes in and just, I can't do this. I can't, like it's just torture. And then I'll get up to my waist and, and my, I'll say glutes, my glutes go on fire. It's oh, like, really? it's unbelievable. I don't understand why. And then you get your hands and you just put your hands in and it's like your hands are on fire. It's just, it, it's crazy. And then um, Brittany, who's just, she's a machine, man. Anyway, she's like, right, this is your one-minute call, everybody, to get in. <laughs> <laughs> so then you just you just have to do it. And, and I actually get a bit dizzy when I first get in. My blood pressure drops really quickly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's really conscious, like, Carolyn, you hang on to the side. <laughs> um, so we'll get in, like, up to our neck. You know, Michael will always yell at me if I haven't got my, you know, my traps in and get your traps in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm good. The first five minutes is just the most biggest mental battle. If you could hear what's in my head, like, it's, you know, no, I have no friends. Everyone's just the cruelest people in the universe. I'm not doing Derwent. <laughs> this is All ridiculous. Of the things, yeah. It's tough getting it's, in cold water when you can't move. Like it's, I mean, I get in, sometimes I'll do cold swimming in the winter, but it's like, we make sure we're able to swim because <laughs> I, I mean, you, you still go through all those, what's, why am I here? What did I think that this, this is a crazy idea? What's going on? But you're at least able to swim it out. And then you're like, ah, I can't imagine doing it and being still. That's how it's Yeah. Well, we kind of move our arms and we do some boxing underwater. And, but, um, and if you haven't done it, you won't believe me. But truly, after about five, seven minutes, you actually settle. Um, and honestly, it, we giggle like, 12-year-old girls, you know, <laughs> middle-aged men and women just giggling, and then we played the alphabet games and pastime where, <laughs> you know, and we all had, you know, we'll say something, we have to tell a story about our childhood just to pass the time, just like, come on, come on, come on, you know, and then um, at half an hour we're, we'll have a hot drink. Wow. Um, I've learned, again, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I literally have just learned this from everybody else. I'll have a hot drink at half an hour. And then, um, and then we get out after an hour. We, we stayed in an hour and 15 the other day, so that was exciting. And then you get out and it's just like the race against time. It's just you can hardly walk because your feet, like you feel like you're like a ballerina because you can, it's like because you, you can't, I can't bend my ankle. Mm. So I'm walking with right ankles, you know, <laughs> and it's a race. It's a race against time for the after drop, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, before you start shivering, yeah. To get yeah, and it's, and it's just you feel all right. You get out and you feel fine. You get to the change room and it's you just as fast as you can getting ready. Like before, you know, and your hands are a little bit slow and your and your feet are at right angles, so you can't put it in your pants. Um, and you just and then we get you know as soon as you're dressed, you just get out and go to the car park and start doing your star jumps and. But I have noticed the shivering um, is definitely getting less. That's like the good. intensity is still full on. But, you know, I, when I first started a few months ago, I was still shivering an hour and a half later and my jaw would hurt. And mm. um, But now, yeah, I mean, it, it's just awful. <laughs> the after drop is awful. But Do you submerge or is it just up to your, like, neck? Well, isn't that controversial? So. <laughs> Oh, most of us just go up to our neck. Michael, the 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 um, guy who I was swimming with the other day, he's an absolute goose. He's like this entertaining clown and he'll go underneath and he'll dive in. He'll jump underneath. But I have to say I'm not brave enough to put my um, head underneath yet, but I should. I will one day. No one else, no one else does, so why should I, right? <laughs> Michael does. How big Michael is the does. pool? <laughs> 
How big Pardon? is the floor? How big is it's it? It's a plunge pool, like the size of a bedroom, I guess. A bedroom. Okay. I've seen like plunge pools that are, well, they're like, like you, you can get into it physically and, but like one person could fit in there at a time. So a bedroom is, is much no, bigger. No, no, okay. uh, no. It's, it's a bedroom. So you can still kind of walk around. Yeah. yeah. You, so, I, so we do walk around. We saw, we, um, there's like a seat. And so we will kick our legs constantly. So we are moving the whole time. Yeah. We're not moving forwards, but we are moving and mm-hmm. we'll get like those floaty dumbbell things and we'll put them under the water and we'll, we'll do this kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, so we'll do that. And then I also have, um, I've been saving our milk containers at home for a few months and we've got a deep freeze here. And, I mean, some people do this cold chest freezer thing where they, have you heard of that, that they do here? Converting like a chest freezer for a, yeah, Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, lots of people um, have done that, but I haven't done that. All I did was um, got milk containers and I'm up, I think I'm up to about 30 of them now, just saving them. I fill them with water and put them in a deep freeze. Um, uh-huh. So our, freeze, our freezer upstairs is full because we can't put any food in the deep freezer <laughs> downstairs. It's full of ice milk containers. <laughs> um, and I find if I fill a bath up and I put all the milk containers in, because, I mean, you can buy ice, but um, it's going to cost money every time, right? Yeah. Um, I, I get so this I, tip. I just, you mentioned this and I told one of my clients in Arizona who's training, getting, doing her, working on cold tolerance in the, over the winter. Well, in, for Arizona, they don't get that cold. So she's yeah, still, same. but anyway, I told her the milk carton and she's like, oh, that's a great idea. So she's, she's adopted it. It's, it's, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. And the ice melts. So your body temperature heats it up, but because exactly. it's a lot of ice, because we're big camping, we're big camping people and we know that if you freeze milk containers, the ice actually stays because it's block ice. It stays longer, colder, yeah. longer. Whereas if you just get an, um, a cooler or an esky, oh, I noticed I said esky last time. I'm like, do you even know what an esky is? <laughs> like a cooler box thing. Yes. Anyway, um, so, but I have found you fill the bath and put all the ice things in, but then leave it for an hour. And it cools down because we're so warm here at the moment. Even the water coming out of the tap is warm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even the cold, I mean, it's not hot, but it's warm because it's been in the pipes, right? Yeah. So I left it for an hour. This is a couple of weeks ago. I left it for an hour and, and it got down to 15. Wow. And then, um, yeah, it got down to 15. And um, I sat in there, My I was watching American Survivor. <laughs> someone, said, well, that, someone said, well, that's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> so my goal was to get through a whole episode of Survivor which I did, so I was very excited about that. But, yeah, I got out and I, but I was out of routine. I'm like, oh, that's exciting, you know. And then um, and then I just forgot about the um, cold drop. Like I was just, and I'm like, oh, and then I was just, so I'm like, oh. So I'm in my cold togs and luckily I'm at home, so I'm just ripping the togs off and blanket and, you know, and um, so I was definitely, but it was cheaper. I guess the only thing is the um, wasting of the water. So I did, um, so I did, get some jugs and do all my plants. You know. <laughs> nice. I, I left the water in and I was filling the pl- I was watering all my plants with the um, thing and then uh, some of the, um, I filled more containers with that water. And yeah. so for right. all those environmentalists, I tried to use my water. <laughs> so, um, so, so that was, yeah, so that was, that's, a, I guess, a cheap version of getting, getting in the cold pool. So how, so how often are you doing the cold? So you said you're ramping up to just a kind of a little summary before we sit, before we say, we'll see you again in a month. So you're ramping up. What's your, your, your meters right now per week, roughly. So he does a four week cycle. So three big weeks, one okay. lower week, mm-hmm. like probably a mental thing as well as physical. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on about third. Oh, well, this week was a 38 K week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it's the biggest week I've ever done. Wow. Um, but Congratulations. Then week, I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I was very excited. Well, I haven't done it yet. It's only Tuesday, right? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Yes, that's right. You're going to. It's big yeah, because I've got that 14K on um, 10 years and I've got that 14K on Friday, but um, I, I, it'll be fine. And then next week, 
you know, he's very good really quickly. He's very good at, um, I wrote down kind of that. So next week my daughter finishes year 12 and we got the big graduation and families yeah. and dinner. So he made that a really low week. So it'll be like a 20K stretchy week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah, so, and then I'll try and get to the cold pool once once a week with my friends and I'll do the ice bath um, once a week. So um, two times cold. I think and all so. your regular swimming and then you get your freshwater training in. You got your stretchy squad. <laughs> a stretchy squad. That's right. And I'll get, I'll, I'll kind of just have um, my physio once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying all this. I'm not even sure how I feel all this in. Plus work. I work four days a week. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a band teacher. So this time of year, well, like we're at the end of year. So yeah. we've got all our academic awards and we had, we toured all of our primary schools last week. And so it's, mm. it's, um, and um, just practicing all the nutrition and. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm very, I think I'm very good at compartmentalizing. So mm-hmm. um, I just, um, you know, Right now I'm at work, now I'm at I try not to think, okay, I'm at work and tonight I've got to do a 5K or whatever. Right, right. When you um when you go, will you be back in school after the holidays before the swim? Or are you no you that's swim and then you go back? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm one of the first cabs off the rank because I yeah. said I I want to get it done. Because you know, starting the school year is just crazy. Crazy, yeah. I can only imagine. New kids coming in learning instruments and I just, there's no way. And so um, that's why I said the guy that organises it, I said I I really need to. January is not ideal for me because it's probably colder. It gets warmer in February. Right. Um, But in regards to family life, it was just a sacrifice that needed to be made. Like I just, I can't, I can't. My daughter will be starting university. My son will be starting at 12. I'll be... Goodness only knows what hubby, he, what, what he'll be doing. You know, it, it's just too much. So a sacrifice yeah. was, okay, I have to swim in a little bit colder water. Fingers crossed it won't be that cold. But You're I ready. have to do it. I have to do it before I go back to work and then swimming won't hear from me probably for two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards. Apparently yeah. I have to work to pay for it all. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I am so excited to get to part two. We'll just do a three parts with you. We'll hit touch base with you next month before your swim and see how it's going. I it's wonder, exciting. Yeah, maybe we should talk to you after your 20K. We'll, t- we'll touch base about that and then I'll follow up. We'll follow up with you after. So it's a short journey, but I'm really excited to follow your journey. Thank you, Carolyn. It'll be fun. Thank yeah. you, Shannon. You're amazing. Oh, you're too kind. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of the Intrepid Water Accountability Group? We'll support and encourage each other on a private chat platform, pursue monthly challenges both in the water and on land, and meet virtually once a month to dive deep on a topic. If you'd like to join a group of like-minded limit pushers from around the globe, join the Intrepid Water Accountability Group. Find out more at intrepidwater.com.